We are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Peret Lamed Beis, Pasuk Aleph, and uh, our shir this morning is dedicated for the Aliyah's Neshama for Avimori Nechemya ben Avram Hillel. May he continue to be a Melitz Yosher for us, his family, and all Chal Yisrael. So we begin Lamed Beis, and Lamed Beis is a very eclectic parrot because the Navi is, goes from topic to topic. He goes from uh, Bavel and then Ashur, it goes back to destruction and then redemption, and you've got to follow it carefully as to which way the individual uh, situation is meant to represent. So we start with, of all things in Pesach Aleph, the qualifications of a king of Israel. And we're referring, of course, to the golden age of Hizkiyahu, and that what he did was usher in an era of just glorious return to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. We've learned that the Gemara tells us in a very interesting Agadata that under all conditions Chizkiyot was such a tzaddik he was destined to be Moshiach. The Gemara tells in an Agadata that what stopped it one of the things was the Malachim intervened. The angels intervened with the Kaddish Baruch Hu and said David HaMelech wrote thousands of words of praise for you. Hizkiyot never uttered a word of praise after you saved him. And that and other factors intervened, so it was deferred. Hizkiyot was not Moshiach, but he was on that level. And so, Kaddish Baruch Hu tells us, through Yeshayahu, Hain letzedek yimloch melech, that the purpose of a Jewish king is to promote tzedek, <clears throat> righteousness. That is it. He is to govern by what Jewish law commands him, what is righteous, what is mishpat. No more, no less. Do exactly what it commands. Moreover, ulasarim lemishpat yoshu. His governing aides, his staff beneath him, the princes must also adhere to this rule of tzedek and mishpah. Excuse me. Now what happens is when the king rules with mishpah, there's a trickle-down effect. It affects the entire nation. In other words, it becomes like a refuge. It shelters him from the wind, from the flood. It protects the citizens. Uh, it's like uh, the shade of a rock. It's like the shade of a rock in an exhausted land. Uh, he will be a man beholden only to the Kaddish Baruch. It's Sedek Umishwa, nothing else. Continues the Navi. <clears throat> With that, under a righteous king, the people will change their whole attitudes. There will be receptivity towards learning, towards the Nevi'im. You will see that the eyes of those who see and those 
uh, ears of those who will usually not listen, or the eyes of those who will turn away, they will follow the Nevi'im, as opposed to their previous closing their eyes, closing their ears, and not paying attention. Suddenly, they will pay attention, they will thirst for the words of the Nevi'im, and the Mephoshim say this also will refer to listening and helping others, your fellow citizens. It cannot help but create. From a just kingship, you will create a just society. Furthermore, ulavav nimharim yavin ladas ulishon iglim timaher ladaber sahos. The heart of the hasty, levav nimharim, hasty in this sense mean those who are too busy to listen to the word of the Kaddish Baruch who are too distracted, will suddenly listen. Yovin ladas, they will hunger for it. Ulishon iglim, and those who iglim literally means stutterers, but it's a speech defect. Timaher Ludaber Tsachos will learn to speak clearly. Those who always said, I, this isn't for me, I can't do this, I'm not interested, will suddenly want to learn to speak the words of Torah. Ki Nivla Yidaber Vilibo Yasos Ovan that the unworthy person, novel is what it sounds like, I'm a novel, somebody that's a vile person, uh, will no longer leave, could be called charitable. It's very interesting. But before that, um, the novel, the one who is just a hypocritic, vile, profane individual, will no longer be called a nadiv, a charitable person. Ulechile lo yeyemarshoa. Chile is a less, it's like a miserly person, doesn't want to give staka, doesn't uh, honor his fellow man. He will no longer be held to be benevolent. Obviously, in this kind of society before, there was a tremendous flattery of the rich. Then, in other words, if you were rich, even if you were a manovel, you got the respect just because you had the money. You didn't give it out, but you just had a lot of money, and therefore you were respect. As the uh, Navi continues, at the end of the day, a manovel is a manovel. You know, you can dress it up, he can speak nicely, he can be articulate, but he's still a manovel. So, and he does transgression after transgression, he blasphemes the Kaddish Baruch, but he has a terrible effect on his fellow Jews. He like takes the life out of them because he's always denigrating, denigrating the religion, denigrating the teachers, so they lose a certain religious zeal. And out of it, he takes away the thirst. He like sucks the life out of the people and he makes them hungry and thirsty for Torah. The Kele Kela of Rhyme, good play on words. The Kela is the one who's the miserly. The Kele, his tools are evil. Who's the most yards? The Hubo Aniim, the Imre Sheker. He, he, uh, 
oppresses the and misadvises the uh, wounded, the Aniyim, Bimre Sheka, with lies, lies as to what the religion is, lies in his personal dealings. Ubedaber Evyon Mishpat, very interesting, and in speaking to the poor of Mishpat, of justice. He is hypocritical in the sense that he te- tells the poor people of Mishpat. What does that mean? Rav Shwab gives a beautiful answer, a mushal, of someone who says the landlord, and he is hypocritical. This guy hasn't paid rent, he doesn't have money, it's the dead of winter, he's got little children, he's starving. He throws him out, why? The least says so, that's Mishpat. And his defense, I'm only doing what it says, I'm only doing what the least permits. That's the kind of person we're talking about, a novel, the Imre Sheker, and just uses the law, twists it around to oppress the poor, always for his benefit. V'nativ nidvanos ya'etsu, and the nativ nidvanos, now we switch, this is one of those switches, from this terrible depiction of a society, we switch to what life will be in post-Messianic age, and this is interesting because there is no consensus here in this parent among the Mephoshim, to whom is Yeshayahu addressing his message? Is it the people of the Asera Shratim? Is it the people of Yehuda that were despoiled by uh, Sancheirah? Is it the people of Yerushalayim? Is it the people in the time of Babel? We just don't know. Is it the post-Messianic age? But assuming that Pasachas uh, were talking about post-Moshiach, the generous person will advise he will advise generosity. For who on the divos yakum, and he will rise up in his generosity. It will be a society of giving one to the other. And once when there is giving, there is shalom. When you give staka, when you give of yourself, it will cause a society to reevaluate itself, and out of that society will come bitachon, but will also come shalom. Now. We switch right back, post Hizkiyahu. We know that post Hizkiyahu, he is followed by Menashe, as we have said, probably the worst king, either of the Ten Shvatim or Yehuda, a very terrible Russia. And so now everything we have said is going to be the glory of King Hizkiyahu is going to revert. And so now we address Nushin Shananos, that means carefree, complacent, indifferent women. Kumna shmana koli, the Navi says, listen to my voice. Banos betuchos, daughters who are so confident. Hazina amrati, listen to what I am going to say. Yomimah shoganat, tirgasna, there is a time of trembling coming. Betuchos, it is certain. Kikola batsir osef beliyavo, the vintage wine crop has ended. The harvest will not come. There will be drought. There will be crop failure. And it will be, say the Mephoshim, a result of the idol worship that was so prevalent in Menashe's time. Chidru Shananos. Tremble, ye woman. He uses that expression of Shananos again. Tremble, you carefree ones. Rugs up, betuchos. Shake, you trusting ones. Pashta, 
undress or strip the aura, go naked, the chagora, cholatzim, a loincloth upon you. The loincloth could mean like a big day avel, but it also means conditions of what you will be led in bavel, in exile, half clothed, naked, etc., nothing to defend you, uh, get ready for it. Al Shodayim Sovtim, upon, beat upon the breast as a sign of Avel because it is certainly coming. Al Shtei Chemed, Al Gefen Piria, lament for the memories of the beautiful fields you had, the Shtei Chemed, and Al Gefen Piria, those fruitful vineyards, because those days are ending. Al Admas Ami, instead on my nation's land, coats. Shamir Ta'ala, thorns, thistles will rise instead, showing total desolation, no vegetation, no growth. Similarly, every house will be desolate, will be overrun by thorns, as will Kiria Aliza, the happy city, Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim will be a wasteland. The palace has been forsaken. Uh, the multitudes, the thriving metropolis, they have left. Ophelubachan are the names of two very principal towers, watchtowers in Yerushalayim. They are gone. Uvachan hayaba adma oros ad olam. Um, that where you had these places, there will become rooms. And in these places, Meshoshprim, the places of joy, there will be just the braying of wild donkeys, a pasture for flocks. It will be nothing, nothing there, ruined and desolate. Now, we are going back to the happy days of Moshiach. Ad Yara, until, until, a spirit will come and be poured upon us, upon the spirit of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and what will happen, Carmel. Uh, the desolation of the desert will be like a growing vegetative field, and so fruitful will be the fields, it will spread to the forest, will be thought of as a forest. Again, Mishwa, justice will live in the desert and righteousness will be settled. And that there will be that return to Mishwa and Shalom. That the act of righteousness will bring peace. The Avodas Hatstaka. Avodas Hatstaka is a higher level. It's a more intense level of Staka. And as a result, as we've said, Staka equals peace. It is security. Hatstaka Hashke Uvetach Arolam. That Staka will lead to the quiet of peace and serenity and Betach. A feeling of security forever. It is interesting, again, let's quote Rip Schwab, who says, if you really want to be truthful, the only time this prophecy really is fulfilled or was fulfilled in our history was in the days of Shlomo. There wasn't a war, there wasn't a battle, there was peace, there was serenity, there was a base Hamikdash. But that doesn't mean we give up on it being part of our history, part of our lives. 
continues the Kaddish Baruch Hu, V'yoshav Ami B'nvei Shalom, Again, they use Shananos and Beta. They will dwell in just resting places with security uh, as their byword. And now the last two Psachim are the contrast between what the nation of Yehuda is encountering outside of Yerushalayim at the time of Sancheirev, and what Yerushalayim is enjoying at the time of Sancheirev from their miraculous delivery. It's a contrast. Uvarad beredes hayar uvishvila tishvar Everything went down hail in the forest fell, and the lowlands and the cities were lowered because that was part of Sancheirev's scorched earth policy. He would destroy them completely. The forest would be uh, devastated, and the lowlands and the city would just devour. He would then deport the entire population. However, concludes the Navi, Ashrechem, Happy are you, Zorei al-Kolmayim, who plant seeds by the water. We're talking again, Yerushalayim. Mishalchei regel hashor v'hachamor. We thresh uh, with your animals and your donkeys and oxen, and they carry forward produce to be stored. This is a very visionary puzzle, not to be taken literally, metaphorically. It is beautiful in the sense that what they say is it is a message to us in goals. We know Mayim is a metaphor for Torah, that no matter what happens, beyond Golos, deep into Golos that seems never-ending, there will always be the Torah of Yerushalayim. And we've seen it in our history, whether it was exile in Babel, in Rome, in Spain, in, in Portugal, in America. There's always been the Das Torah, there's always been the Torah emanating from Yerushalayim, and that it will be eternal until it is time to return to Yerushalayim, a matter which we will discuss in Mir Hashem tomorrow, 845.